there are a lot of uncertainties in science, and that's okay. We'll talk about why it's important to acknowledge that. Up next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Christy Ashwanden, lead science writer for 538. Christy, there seems to be this insatiable appetite for science news, at least on the Internet, which you think would be a good thing for science and t- scientists, but it, it turns out it's kind of a problem. Um, what, what, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't know that I would say that it's a problem that there's so much news. I mean, the problem is that we sort of have too much and so it's hard to sort through. But I think, you know, just the fact that there's science reporting isn't a problem in and of itself. Um, Yeah, that's that's great. I like science. I'm glad that people are covering it. But I think the problem here is that the way that that science is portrayed too often is in sort of a a way where it's um, oversimplified and giving the public sort of a false notion about how it works. So give me an example of that. How how are head, how do headlines kind of flip-flop from week to week or month to month? Sure. I think that you know those those sort of famous ones about coffee, you know, this this week coffee's good for you, next week it's bad for you. Those sorts of headlines are probably sort of the the worst offenders here, but it's kind of this idea that gets that gets put out there that science is this magic wand and that a study, you know, provides the final word and here is truth with a capital T. And so this magic wand of science is illuminating the truth. And then if another study come, comes along and overturns it, then it means the, the first one was terrible. And so it's kind of this, this dichotomous view where science is both this magic wand that yields truth, you know, with everything that it touches. But then on the other hand, the idea that, well, it's all sort of crap and, and anything that you're told now might be wrong and therefore the whole enterprise is sort of flawed. So, you know, what exactly is is the problem with that? I mean, as a savvy consumer of news, I might just assume that it's it's a little far-reaching to say that coffee prevents cancer, for example. Right, and I, I think you bring up a really good point, and that is I think that the public sort of intuitively knows that, you know, you can't do one study and then decide, you know, for a fact that cancer is is healthy or not, that it's, you know, oftentimes more complicated than that. And I think the really important and fundamental thing to understand here is that science is sort of a process of uncertainty reduction. So no single study provides the final word. Um, you can never be absolutely certain. But what you can do is take all of the evidence that you have in its totality, and that will often yield a, a very good answer. And so it's not that you know for sure that you know the answer is coffee is healthy or coffee is bad, but you're sort of looking at all the studies. And so for something like that, where it's flip-flopping, the answer may be that, well, you know, there's not a very strong effect, or if it's there, it's not strong enough to be consistent. So it's probably not something to worry about. And that can give you assurance, right? So whose responsibility is it to do that? I mean, if I'm looking at the news every day, I'm certainly not going to get that long-term view. Um, Who Who's going to put that out there? Or or how should we be changing how we talk about science? Yeah, I think some of it rests with journalists. It also rests with scientists as well, sort of anyone who's communicating about science. And that is to sort of, when we're talking about science, to really talk about it in the context of, you know, okay, so here, here's this new study we're, that we're going to write about or we're going to talk about right now. But instead of just ending there, then saying, okay, how does this fit with the other evidence? What does this, you know, what does this add? How is it different? Where, do, where does it 
uh, rest in sort of all of the evidence put together. And what does it tell us, you know, given give it all that, what is sort of our, our overreaching answer, given all of that context? Some of it really goes to educating the public and trying to shape and change the way that they look at science, so that they're not seeing it as this sort of black and white thing where something's either one way or another, but understanding that it's a process and that there are a lot of uncertainties along the way. But even in the face of those uncertainties, you can make decisions and you can look at the evidence that we have, but but not expecting that any single study or any single piece of news will be the, the be all and end all. You know, I think part of of what you're saying is that science is very uncertain and that, you know, if you have an answer, uh, a particular answer this week, that it may change in six months, depending on other factors that you include in your new study or or kind of the base of knowledge, how that's changed over time. I mean, is is that I think that's something that we all need to understand, right, that that science changes and and that's okay. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, this is particularly important right now. We're sort of in this age of denialism. Um, we're in a time where there are a lot of vested interests who really are seeking to exploit that uncertainty as a tool to sort of fan false doubts. And, you know, a good scientist is always skeptical. You always want to doubt doubt things and, and be sure that, um, you know, you're, you're thinking things through. But what can happen is if the public thinks that, um, you know, science is very, very certain and that any study sort of provides the last word and that's it. And if it gets overturned, it's because science is a, a horribly flawed enterprise and researchers are terrible people who are just trying to make money and, and all of these things, then they're, they're really susceptible to these doubt makers and these people who are exploiting legitimate uncertainties in many cases to um, really tarnish whole, whole fields of science. TheScopeRadio.com is University of Utah Health Sciences Radio. If you like what you heard, be sure to get our latest content by following us on Facebook. Just click on the Facebook icon at TheScopeRadio.com.